You're listening to Love, Shaken and Disturbed. We answer your burning, itching relationship questions and expose funny yet true dating stories while sipping craft cocktails. If we can't help you, a professional probably can. Love is a serious laughing matter, so do act accordingly. Now on to the show. Welcome to the show. This is Angel. And this is Heidi, coming at you from the deserted side of Las Vegas. Is that what we're calling it? Since we're yeah, warranty? pretty deserted. Yeah. So we are trying this via Skype and a different kind of podcast app, so hopefully this sounds okay. Do what you can. Desperate <laughs> times, desperate measures. <laughs> we're going to try to make this work. Hopefully this doesn't sound horrible. If it does... Just don't tell us about it. We don't care. It's the quarantine yeah. episode. There's nothing we can do about it. Sorry, <laughs> folks. We're trying. All right. So what are we drinking? Tell us. Tell uh, us what we're drinking. We're calling the Boozy Smoothie Quarantine Style BSQS. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and why are we calling it that? Because it has booze in it? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's all you can find in your fridge? Yes, that's what it was. It's pretty much whatever concoction you can come up with. But mainly anything frozen. So you want frozen fruit, you want an ice cream, you want a sherbet, something frozen. Right. That's a base. Plus whatever alcohol. Generally vodka is the best. If you have a flavored alcohol, woohoo to you. Better. Mm-hmm. So. so we got some vodka, triple sec. I have mango and vanilla ice cream. What did you put in yours? I have a little bit of one of those medley bags, mm. frozen fruit. So I have one of those. I did have a little bit of leftover vanilla ice cream. And then I just added vodka. So just plain old vodka. Nice. Yes. It's quite delicious. I'm excited Especially about since it. it's, you know, devil's balls hot outside. <laughs> I know. Welcome to Las Vegas. <laughs> We did not even hit into spring. It is summer now. It just goes from light winter, brush of spring, summer, 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 Mm -hmm. heat, heat, heat. We went from 78 to 90 in In one day. Yeah. To be honest, like, we don't deal with, like, other than the long summer, I I love it because I don't have to deal with shoveling out my car. I don't deal with bad weather. No bugs. No. We're good. No, I I love the heat. Maybe it will kill the Rona. I will never bitch <laughs> about the heat. I can go from air-conditioned building to air-conditioned car to a nice pool to a boozy smoothie. Mm-hmm. We make it work. We live in a modern society. It's not like we're living in, like, <laughs> the mountains somewhere. We live in a modern society. <laughs> we do. <laughs> anyway. So, yes, cheers up to a boozy smoothie quarantine smile. <laughs> Try to say that. Fast. Do it five times, times fast. Go. Boosie smoothie quarantine stop. Boosie no, smoothie quarantine stop. No. <laughs> oh, I already fucked up. Because yeah. <laughs> I've already had two boozy smoothies quarantine styles. <laughs> so cheers, darling. Cheers. Cheers from Skype. Through Skype. Our new favorite app. Never did they realize this would have been a good investment. <laughs> Zoom, Skype, FaceTime. Damn. You know, I can't see myself going back and not mm-hmm. video calling my friends and family now yeah. like if we haven't seen each other in two weeks like let's video call yeah i mean so it's a good thing i have been more active with my family members so if anything that has brought me closer to my family me too i've forced myself to actually contact friends that i haven't seen face to face we've been planning things but we've just decided well this is how we're gonna have to do it so you know in some ways it brings people together who'd have thought for sure because video calling's kind of been around a long time but <laughs> For some reason, it's the same thing as calling someone, mm-hmm. so you're just like, I'm not going to video call, but now I'm like, makeup, no makeup, uh, kids are screaming in the background, let's let's see each other's faces. Yes. No agreed. excuse. So how's your quarantine been, speaking of? Uh, it's It's been. It's what's been. That, what's that mean? Nothing. <laughs> There's something underlying. <laughs> my, my man and I are both fortunate enough to be working at home remotely, and uh, it's been, it went from... Uh, roses and rainbows. Uh, honey, I'm so happy we're working together all day, too. Honey, <clears throat> it's it's been fun working together all day, too. Honey, I have my hands around your throat <laughs> while I tell you, it is so good to be working with you day after day. That's, that's the song. <laughs> I, I love him, but... 
you need to go somewhere else. (laughs) You need your time apart. We're like ships in a day. I go to one living room, he goes to the TV room, I go upstairs, he goes in the backyard. We got a system now. Less homicidal than before. Yeah. How about you? Uh, Well, my man is, fortunately, he's essential. But I am non-essential, so therefore that I am stuck at home. That is not true. <laughs> Beauty is essential. I'm just saying. I have been stuck at home for six weeks, twiddling my thumbs, coming up with things that I, I can do to entertain myself and to make myself feel, feel like I'm being productive. So um, <laughs> it's, it's a lot of... When he comes home, I have a lot to dump on him, and he's exhausted. He has had a day. Sure. So... It, it's kind of interesting, our dynamic. Like, he, he, I know when he needs to sleep, I feel like I need to take care of him because I'm like, okay, I have nothing better to do, so I have, I have made you a four-course meal. I am nurse Nancy. <laughs> yeah. I have made you a four-course meal. The the candles are lit in the bedroom. Like, everything has been clean. Oh, la, la. Oh, yeah, it looks oh, so fancy. It's I'm sure if guilt. you have any men listening to the show, or, like, how can I get Heidi's no, number? No, I, I'm, don't, I, I mean, some people have kids. I don't know how they're doing. It, I don't know either. With the at-home school, it, it's one thing when they're off for the summer, but to have to actually then become their school teacher and everything else, that's got to be. I, I, kudos to you. More dare sell power to you. Um, cheers to them. Yeah, cheers, cheers to them. Girls, get yourself a boozy smoothie. <laughs> you, can yes, make, you can make. Yeah, you can make yourself. You can make yourself a boozy one, and you can make one for your kids without the booze. It'll look like a smoothie. Yes, but no one has to know. Have you seen? Don't those get them videos? confused. Have you seen those videos of people who cut off a, the uh, tag of a tea bag? They tape it to the inside of their mug so it's hanging off. And then they pour wine in their coffee cup. And then while they're doing a video call with their uh, <laughs> staff. Don't give away meeting, their secrets. They're like holding up the video, but they're I'm sipping drink, on wine. I'm drinking my tea. It's kind what? of brilliant. It's yeah, brilliant. I thought it was. <laughs> Not I, that you would do that. No. I'm responsible human beings so here. So responsible. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I've had some boozy happy hours with friends. It's been, it's it's been, been super fun. fun. Yeah, I mean, I don't want this to continue forever, but there's definitely some things I will take from it. Like like you said, we definitely will continue to contact our family. Like, it actually isn't so bad to be video conferencing the family and doing games. My aunt Not is, at all. Yeah, my aunt uh, is currently trying to get us to do some sort of fluid workout, and it's basically you a... You say fluid I workout? Don't, I don't remember what she called it. <laughs> I should look it up. But it's something about, like, she showed us these videos, and it's this girl, she's, like, writhing on the ground, like, kind of like stripper moves, you know? Instead of pole dancing, because we don't have poles in our house, it's, like, stripper moves, and, like, someone's actually, like, actually doing a workout with you. It's a workout. You feel sexy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, she wants to do that with the entire family. What? <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be interesting. I will let you know next time. Hopefully we'll we'll have done it by the next time we record. I have to hear about because this. I, and I will have a better, I will know what it's called. She's probably screaming at the radio right now just thinking like, I told you what it is. Anyway. The fluid workout. I, I don't forget, I forget what it's called, but it is, I'm like, how do the strippers making money right now? Oh, they're doing these classes. Girls, get online. Start doing some stripper moves for those ladies out there. I will totally zoom right in for that. I mean, why not? The last time that I drove by the strip and I was on the interstate, I see a sign for Little Darlings, which is one of our oldest, most popular strip clubs. And I I burst out laughing when I saw their sign. It had a picture of a girl and abroad it said, Sorry, Recloth. <laughs> That's what... Sorry, Recloth. Sorry, Recloth. <laughs> That was so fucking hysterical. Oh, I laughed all the way to the office, but yeah, sorry, we're close. <laughs> like, like, I don't know, I just thought that was so clever. It's not that clever, but little things are clever when you're in a quarantine. When you are in a quarantine, it's definitely become something else. Trust me, they're going to be phase three in the reopening. Maybe phase four because of the close proximity of the COVID. So, <sighs> good luck, girls. All we have is hope and liquor. Yeah, hope and liquor. Um, oh, another fun thing I found. So, you, you want to hear some funny, like, misconnections? Have you ever gone bad on misconnections? Misconnections on, on Craigslist? Craigslist? Yes. I have never gone on there, but I know there's some funny ones on So, I I go Craigslist. on there not for the purpose of finding it. I am with someone I'm very happily, like, in love. 
But I like to go just to read the craziness that is on some of these. And I found a few that I actually just figured we'd share. Um, Because I think, I bet there's so many. I just plugged in some random places. I'm not going to say where. If you don't know what Misconnections is, please. It is a, on Craigslist, it is an ad that you can put out if you've met someone, but you didn't get their phone number, you didn't get their name, you didn't get any contact info, no social media, nothing. And you just made eye contact across the train. And you made a connection, but you didn't actually... Exchange, exchange any yeah way to contact each other. So you put an ad on Craigslist that says, "Hey, smoking blue eyes on the westbound train." <laughs> Girl, you're making this sound real glamorous. That is not okay. What well, I found. I'm taking it level up. But <laughs> you put an ad and you say, "Hey, we connected eyes on the train, and I thought you were gorgeous, and uh, I would like to go out with you." That's all it is. And then you see if that person happens to look at misconnections and thought, "Where is the green-eyed?" Babe that I saw on the westbound train, and then maybe you connect. Yeah, so, I mean it's simple as that. I mean it, it's is it's an ad connection for your misconnection. Yes, but I mean people put some funny things in there, which is why I will randomly read it. Which I think this would be a fun thing to kind of add if anyone has like just look up your own city, and just spend like maybe like twenty minutes perusing. <laughs> Trust me, minutes. you will find a gem, a gem. So I found a few that I thought was. Hilarious. Um, and again, I don't want to call out any cities, so I'm just not going to say where this is from. So if it's in the title, I'll probably try to bleep it or something. So this is one that I thought was just funny. Um, I guess I'll start from the title because I thought it was interesting. So all of them have a subject title and then just like a quick little blurb. So this one goes, you were eating spaghetti in your car. This is the title? This is the title. <laughs> Hey, if, you know you you know you were the one that ate you the spaghetti were in the car. Spaghetti in your car. Yes. Immediately that cancels Already, out. Already, my heart has oh. skipped a beat. Ninety nine percent of the people that are reading this right now is like, I will have never eaten spaghetti in my car. So that's not me, right? Part Perfect. car. Part I car. hope must be. Uh, I was watching you from my window. You were eating spaghetti out of a jar in your parked car on my street. I think you might be some sort of genius. I hope you get everything you want in life. And that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's, I, it. that's a very, very hopeful <laughs> ad. I actually thought that was so cute. I was like, oh. Out of a jar, Out though? of a jar. Genius. Do they mean genius. out of a can? No. Jar. This jar. They meant out of a can. There's there's who, no spaghetti in a makes, can. Who makes spaghetti out of a ma- like a mason Sauce jar? Sauce comes in a jar. You just gotta throw some spaghetti. There's in it definitely for like... spaghetti in a can, by the way. They're called spaghettios. Ew. And <laughs> I wouldn't write about that. I wouldn't be like, you're a genius for eating spaghettios in your car. You're right, and then like you have to open the can no. or the can opener, and then you you're eating it. It's not heated up. I don't this person's living <laughs> out of their car. I, I hope you I get everything I you want cute. in life, though. How sweet. <laughs> I hope they connect. Um, most spaghetti of, eater, window watcher. Yeah. To to be honest, most this isn't something, by the way, that you should have uh, your kids do at all. This is an adults only task. Um, so another one that what? most of them are pretty raunchy, to be honest. What's adults? Oh, this is an adults only project for you at home to look up <laughs> misconnections. Just for fun, try it at one a.m. when you can't sleep because you've gotten insomnia from the stress. Just try; it. it'll de-stress you. You should just put one out and then see <gasps> who responds. Oh my gosh! Ooh, I wonder. If, ooh, we should. Maybe. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, okay. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Y'all, we're gonna put up an ad. You see if you can find us. Good luck. <laughs> So, we're from Las Vegas, by the way. We'll put it in Las Vegas. Yeah. All right. But I'm going to move on. I'm going to move... I, I have two more, and then we'll move on to our... All right, number stuff. two. I just think these are interesting. So, this one is very quarantine-esque, I feel. But also, a little bit more what Misconnections is about, which is... I mean, obviously, maybe prostitutes use this site. I don't know. <laughs> like, let's not go into that. Everyone needs to make their money. What? <laughs> But I thought this was funny because this one starts, the title is Looking for Delivery Guy. So this says, you delivered a package to my house. Yeah, I, you did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was wearing very little when I came to the door. You commented on what I was wearing, and I invited you in. Would you, Would like to do it again. Tell me what I was wearing, and what did I do? 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is a thing. This is a thing. Oh, this is a thing. Wow. Our essential workers wow. are getting theirs. So, yes. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm just going to assume it's a woman. I'm assuming. That yeah. opened the door wearing very little. And the delivery guy, in that moment, is like, is this real? Or So, I'm wondering, how did you get to... I'm just opening my door. We're complete strangers. We should bang. <laughs> like, is it something you say? Like, I'm wearing very little. I think it's all in the eye contact. It's all about the eye contact and what you're... <laughs> I don't is. know. No, it is. I, I agree. I'm just saying you would have to say a lot in that eye contact yeah. in order to get from complete strangers to boning... Within and then apparently not exchanging any information, he just afterwards, goes on his merry way. So you both came, I hope. It's, and then it's like a bad he's porno. like, "I gotta get back to my route." <laughs> it just sounds like a bad porno to me. Like I got, I got a deliveries to make. I bet that happened in like ten minutes. Bam. Tops. And why did she answer the door wearing very little? Because she wanted this to happen. Yeah. So these essential delivery drivers, they have a chance. I hope they wore masks. I don't. I mean, how do you not contract I hope the COVID it was at that point? Social distancing, <laughs> banging. Yeah. So we're not encouraging anyone for this misconnections, but I find them funny. <laughs> I don't know. This is entertainment. So he has to describe what she was wearing <laughs> and what she did to him. Yeah. Wowzer! But that's if they wanted to do. It. He knows. Listen, I feel like you just show up. Listen, yeah, I know. He knows where you live now. He delivered a package. Just saying. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I hope it was a big package. Oh my gosh, shut up. <laughs> no, you shut up. Oh god. Okay. So anyway, I'm. I'm. Gonna, I'll end on a, a softer note, just because. I mean, you can find everything on Miss Connections, and then we'll move on to our real stuff. So. Uh, this one starts with... I need more of these. I'm addicted. <laughs> they get weird. and th- I mean, this one's kind of sad and... Like, no! This one's poetic. Do you oh, want a poetic one? I love poetry. I, I know you want poetry. So this one starts with, she always slips away. She wow. always disappears. It doesn't matter how real and tangible the love and connection was. She She slips away. Always. Eventually. Doesn't matter how deep and eternally the embers burned. Off to seek comfort and solace in someone or somewhere else to repeat the process. Leaves you behind with nothing left to cling on to, wondering what the point of all it was. Lonelier than you were before it all began. And that's our misconnections. Yeah. Let me grab a tissue. (laughs) Oh, it's like someone's been drinking boozy smoothie quarantine style. Yes. Oh, girl, you did it. You did it. Wow. And now they're spouting poetry on misconnections. <laughs> so she yeah, you know, slips away. This might be a funny project <laughs> for people if you really I don't know if it's a free thing to do on Craigslist. It do is. You know? Is it on misconnections? Yes. Oh cool. I believe so. I I can't remember the last time I did a Craigslist I, ad for something, but I would pay five. But I know that you this. have to set up an account, you have to get verified because there's a mm-hmm. lot of scams going on and people setting up fake Craigslist things. Yeah. So I know you have to Go through a couple of hoops before you can post something, yeah. so... So, yeah, send, wow. us, send us your misconnections or ones that you find funny or... And, or try to find us in our Las Vegas misconnection, because we're totally doing We're totally setting one up. <laughs> and they're going to see, see if you can guess. Response. Yeah, see if, see if you can guess. See if you can guess <laughs> which ones awesome. ours. Uh, I'll, we'll put the date for... What is today's date? I don't even know what day Girl, it is. It doesn't, it doesn't even matter what, what day, day what date it is, but <laughs> it's quarantine. We'll put it on our, our opening podcast day, which is normally on a Thursday, which means it'll be April 30th. Look, Las Vegas, Miss Connections, April 30th. Try to find Heidi and Angel's misconnection, and we'll try to make it funny and maybe... May, it'll just be something for you to do, okay, if you're stuck at home. <laughs> It's something for me to do. Homework for our listeners. Yeah, I like homework. it. Why not? But fun homework. <laughs> um, so let's just get into a story. I like the stories. You want to get into a story? A funny story? Can tell me a funny story? Yeah, we should last some more. Yeah. Let's keep this train keep going. It, yeah, let's keep it light and fluffy. Let's go. I have a story from a friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, it's, I mean, it's guys being guys in Las Vegas. It's a Las Vegas guy story. It's a Las Vegas guy There story. is a type out here, by the way. There is. Yeah. And she was out on New Year's Eve having fun up in a club, and she met a guy who was 
all about her. Very smooth, very charming, she said. Good-looking guy. And she was, like, transitioning to work, I believe, overseas, like, on a ship. And so she was living in a hostel with a bunch of friends. And so she wasn't looking for anything serious or committed. She just kind of wanted to date around and see and have some fun. And she met him on New Year's, and he said, Girl, I want to take you out. I'm going to take you out, wine and dine you. So when she she actually says that's what he sounded like, so I'm like, oh, he sounds like cheesy. a complete player. Cheese ball. Yeah, cheese ball. His name is Tommy, by the way. Oh. And Is that his real name, or is that her fake name? I don't know. She gave me a name. That's all I know. Real fake. There's a lot of Tommies out there. Quote, unquote, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> he called her nonstop. And wanted to take her out and said the same thing over and over. Girl, I'm going to take you out. I'm going to show you off. And they would set a date and he wouldn't show. Hmm. Yeah, he would just say, like, last minute, ready no to take show? you out. And then he just wouldn't show up to pick her up. As in, she would be somewhere, or like, it was ranged for, like, was she actually having to go out of her way for this? You no, she didn't meet with it. He was oh. supposed to pick her up. Oh, okay. So, I'm ready to take you off, show you off. So she'd get ready. She'd get ready. Oh. She'd wait for him, and he Ugh. wouldn't show. But then he'd still call. and be like, girl, it's tonight's the night. I'm taking you out. Why is she giving him chances? I don't know, because, she, because after the first time, I think her and her friends thought it was funny, like a joke. Oh, okay. And she says, she's with a bunch of friends that are like, take his call again, because this guy is obviously a huge <laughs> douche. But she's like, this will be funny. So she says it like four or five times that he stood her up, which is... If she was obviously looking for something serious and uh, not happening. No. But she just thought it was funny. And, yeah, he's still kind of charming, too. No matter how douchebaggy, I guess, he seemed on the outside. But, so, on the, like, fifth time, he actually shows. <laughs> the fifth time. The, like, fourth fifth, or fifth time. Fifth time's a charm, bitches. <laughs> All right. Yeah, obviously, she's not taking it too seriously. He shows up in a nice car. And he takes her to his apartment, and he's showing her around like he's a real estate agent. Like, eh, this is my apartment. This is where you would live. And uh, what, Well, this is where you would live, is what he said. So she's a little confused because he's showing her around his apartment. They haven't even gone out on a date. Like, right. you know, he's talking about taking her out, showing her off, taking her to dinner, drinks. And they go, like, to his apartment. And he's showing her around, and he's like, so, do you work out? And she was that she uh, was a dancer, not a stripper. She was a dancer for a living, like for shows. And so she was in good shape. She's like, yeah. And he's like, do you know how to cook? And she says, yes, I know how to cook. And he was like, okay, good. So you could move in here, cook for me, and then motivate me to work out. Wow. So what do you think? <laughs> Wait. So yeah. This is true. What's the... Hashtag true story. What is the... Like, what... There's no... I am so lost on this, though. Like, this guy just thought he was going to have Betty Homemaker at home, Mm -hmm. who has a hot bod, can cook and clean for him, and hey, by the way, this is the real estate. This is the house. This is the car. This is the guy. What do you think? (laughs) Like, what? She said it felt like an interview. Oh, that's weird. He went straight to the, hey, you know how to cook? Cool, you can cook for me. You like to work out? Cool, you can motivate me to work out. And you can live here for free. Oh, you mean like be your slave? Like your weird... What? Like, okay. Whoa. Yeah, like your job of the hut and I'm <laughs> Princess Leia. What happened? With what a chain around my neck? Do? Like, why do I... <laughs> <laughs> Just locked to the chains and the walls and the basement. Like, yeah. But, but she barely knew this guy. He stood around five times and then just like, he must have interviewed other women before oh, her. Oh, this was his normal thing. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> but in the end, she obviously was like, anyways, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the end of that. Did he have to drive her home? Like, did she try to get a friend? I don't know. Oh, man. I don't know. She so many really follow-up questions that. to a little bit of that. Because I'm like, wait, how... How did you get the hell out of there and not get you? I would be afraid. I'd be like, all right, this guy clearly doesn't know how to think like a normal human being. <laughs> like, what's the process here? Wow. Yeah, she was just a commodity he wanted to, quote, purchase to help him work out and eat right. <laughs> but it's not like, well, not even that this would matter, but it's not like he was in, like, some mansion 
with some no it was an apartment she said so cute but hey you can live here for free just cook and clean and work out with me and obviously suck his dick (laughs) (laughs) out i'm out (laughs) i'm out i mean anyway that's the story (laughs) that was kind of funny because it just makes it smh you shake my head that there are men that attempt this, and they're like, eventually someone's going to go, okay. done. I mean, it, maybe it has worked for him before in the past, and that's why he's pulling these... Like, that just seems so bizarre to me. I mean, obviously... It is bizarre. You like to think that people think the way that you do, but they really don't, so... <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys just mull that over at home. Think about how you would react. I like that he just um, went for it. He's like, I want a maid, and yeah. a sex slave, hey. and a t- personal trainer, all wrapped in one, and I want her living here in my apartment. I bet he has a Miss Connections ad out right now. I'm sure he yes. does. You make that happen, son. Um, someone will go for it. Hey, if that's your thing, I'm that's not going to... Cast a wide net. You know what? If that's your thing, I'm not going to judge. Um, but if I was in that position, I would be wholly... What? I would be freaking out. I would be laughing myself all the way to a cab. <laughs> I was like, I gotta go. <laughs> um, okay. Shall oh, we... I think it's time to do a question. <laughs> just do a question, yeah. Because this is too much to mull over at the moment. Oops. So, alright. I, I have... Let's see. Let's bring this one up. What did Damien give us this week? Damien has brought us this one. All right. It says, hi, disturbed girls. (laughs) I'm sorry. This is how it starts. Guys, don't say hi. I don't like this. I don't like this one already. Um, What? It should just be dear disturbed. People have been writing us dear disturbed, dear shaken. This person mixed it up. It's okay. We sound... Are we, we dis- sound disturbed. Are we disturbed? Drunkenly disturbed. Perhaps we are disturbed. So, okay, fine. All right. Continue. Moving on. I'm going to start it the way I want it to be started. Dear Disturbed, I've been with my man for five years, and he proposed recently. Yay! I happily accepted. Now, we're talking about our future of after the wedding. He sort of blindsided me with a demand for me to quit my job after we get married. Question mark, question mark, question mark. I work at an agency that assists couples where one of them is from a foreign country, and we help them get all the legal documents and such. He's telling me he feels uncomfortable with me working there. Should I agree with him? I've been working there since I've since before we met, so he's known about my job from the get-go. It feels like it's not just about the job, but he won't say more about it, only that he's uncomfortable with it and, it and wants me to concentrate on our home life once we're married. I don't know how to handle this. What do you girls think? What? <laughs> Angel, I'll start with you. Like, what's your, what's your feelings? I'll tell you what I tell think. Tell me your feels. So, she works for a agency that helps foreign couples get documentation to get married and such yes and he's uncomfortable with it even though he knew about her job five years beforehand five years plus and all of a sudden he's uncomfortable because they're going to get married so getting married automatically means that the job now affects them as a couple i'm i'm so wait he wants her to quit After they get married and concentrate on their home life. I don't think it has anything to do with her job. Her job sounds very paper pusher, Mm -mm. government documents. Why would he be uncomfortable with that all of a sudden? I mean, why would he voice his, his discomfort now? After all this time, yes, uh, this this has gave me some serious Betty Crocker homemaker vibes. Like I just, if this is the not dark Betty homemaker, yeah, but the the dark side. Uh, I mean, I honestly, this is like this is not the 1950s. Women can work; it's not a big deal. In fact, in this day and age, women have to work. Uh, yeah, to in this keep day and age, you have now. to work in order to pay the bills, and especially if you have children, it is not as easy to go one income right and raise kids. So, I mean, what exactly is he talking about with their married life? And it doesn't sound... Obviously, this isn't something that she has thought about. She It does not sound like she just wants to stay at home and be a homemaker and what, like, 
starches underwear and make him four course meals every night like I don't understand like where if if this is him blindsiding her about this whole thing I don't understand what why 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 she's why? confused too because she put three question marks <laughs> and she put quit my job in caps I, I mean this day and age if you, it is a luxury for the other partner to just to take the time to help raise kids like it's not like they're having kids and it's like hey I would love for you to stay at home and raise the kids I really appreciate that I was raised by my mother um, she didn't go to work until I was like 11 or 12 so I had that up upbringing so I can't appreciate like people that do that but the struggle is real (laughs) right if you want to do that if they talked about it and she said look I'd rather not work I'd rather stay home and but he's saying you should stay home and concentrate on our home life I'm not comfortable with your job so he's putting her in the position like giving her an ultimatum you won't once we get married girl your career is over which and I, you need to concentrate on our home life. Which what does that mean? And on, kids notwithstanding, what does no, that mean? No, exactly. Especially at this point, um, my fear for a lot of people when they're stuck at home, it's like your career isn't just your career. It's also in a lot of ways, it's your way to get out of your little bubble. You know, like you make your friends through work. You. Uh, communicate like you basically get to step outside of this little tiny world that you live at at home which everyone can probably relate to right now with quarantine right like you're about to kill your man because you're stuck with him well let's not say kill okay let's say in case case torture in case something happens tie up It could get sexy. Just, <laughs> yeah, it could turn into something else entirely. Just saying. <laughs> but, you know, if if that is your ideal life, I I mean, I kudos to people that actually can afford to do that, and that's their lifestyle, and that's their thing, and that's what they want to do, but it doesn't sound like this was a plan. This sounds no, like... this is something he sprung. I He yeah. asked her to marry him. She said yes. And then he said, and these are my conditions. Mm-hmm. I- you quit your job and you concentrate on our home life. And she was kind of slapped across the face like, what? And devil's advocate here, what I will say to that is let's say you quit your career, you stay at home, you go out of work for, I don't know, two, three, ten years, you're no longer working, you're just a homemaker, and divorce happens. And guess what? When an employer looks at your record and they see that you have not worked for two, five, ten years, six months, whatever it may be, they're going to ask you, what were you doing? And you're going to say, I was a homemaker. Which is a full-time job. A thankless one. Exactly. It's a thankless one. However, <laughs> however you have to think, like you set. said, skill set. what can you do if it doesn't work out? Of course, you don't get married with the, with the thought of, we might get divorced, but you have to... Think about yourself, too. And how you're going to grow yourself. Does she like her job? She doesn't sound like she wants to quit. Otherwise, she wouldn't have sent in this question. She just said, I don't know how to handle this. Girl, if you don't want to quit your job, tell him, here's what I think, your future wife. I'm going to keep my job. I don't know why you're uncomfortable all of a sudden with it, but there's... There's no reason to quit it. There's no no reason not to have double the income. It's what I want to do. I... Don't want to stay at home? Because obviously she doesn't. She wouldn't have sent in this question if she was okay with that. Now, if there are other avenues that will make you happier and you want to pursue those and make that your career... Like, my thing is, all right, if he's going to allow you to do this, then, hey, what's your compromise? Like, hey, you know what? You don't want me to work, but I would like to actually go back to school, and I would like to go do this job because this has been my dream, and if you'll support that, that's awesome, but you need to grow yourself. Because otherwise you're going to become stagnant in this relationship. And the only person you get to vent to is this person. Like, where are your outside people? Like, be very cautious of how you take this. Because you do not want to be stuck at home with the man. (laughs) There's also a a resentment factor. So, he's the love of your life. You're going to get married. He says... This is how I envision my life, you quitting your job and working on the on our home life. And you do that because you love him and because you're like, good, I don't want to work anymore. And then you realize that's not your happiness. And then you resent him for 
kind of making that demand on you even before you're planning the wedding. So you got to be careful because you might be okay with it now, but you might not be three years from now. Yeah. Relationships are a compromise. See what his compromise is because honestly, I'm not going for this. If you don't want to quit your job, definitely don't don't quit your job. Then like... I, that's a lot to ask for someone to do. Yeah. It's, no. That's way... That's beyond. Absolutely not. Unless so. he's got, you know, millions and millions in the bank. You're going to live in a yacht and you can't work because you're going to be in the Mediterranean. <laughs> you're traveling For nine time, months a year. You're living the dream. Yeah, then then that's fine. Um, <laughs> then I would recommend... <laughs> Go right ahead. You quitting your marriage yeah. Screw agency this job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But if he's just doing it because he thinks the man provides and the woman... Stays at home. Stays at home. It's too old-fashioned oh, for me. Oh, hell 86, no. that <laughs> no. noise. Oh, no. We, so. we don't live in that kind of day anymore. So how I would handle it would be, I would tell him, if you don't want to quit your job, honey, I'm I'm going to keep it. And I feel like we just need to talk it through. You need to tell me why you're uncomfortable. You need to be specific because he, she said it's right here. It feels like it's not just about the job, but he won't say more about it. Why not? Why won't he say more? You're about to be freaking married. Why won't he be specific? Why that foreign marriage agency job makes him uncomfortable? He doesn't like foreigners getting married. Oh, girl. Let's dig, let's dig deep. <laughs> Oh, girl. Whoa. You don't like Americans marrying foreigners? Whoa. <laughs> then, then you need to have a session and discuss why he feels the way he does. And then you need to talk about what do you exactly mean by me concentrating on the home life? You want me to fluffilo? <laughs> you want me to make dinner every night? I can still do that with a job. Yeah. So... Talk to him. Talk to him and figure Tell out what you Tell him you have want. to have answers. Yeah. Gotta have answers. Gotta know. Because once... I feel like he's trying to sucker you into marrying him if he's trying to be so evasive. <laughs> and then really let the ball drop. So, no, 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 Yeah. No. Do not let the precedence no. start with him saying, I feel the way I do, but I'm not going to tell you why. Because if you let him get away with that, he'll always have to get away with that. So... Don't do it. And marriage is a negotiation. It is, it's something that everyone goes into thinking this is going to be for life. And if you don't have open discussions with the person that you're going to marry, you're going to fail. Like, uh, present person in, right. like, hello, that's me, you that's what I agree. did. Yeah. You have to agree. Yep. So, anyway. Not on everything, but I'm... Enough of there. Yeah. Enough of... A, a, career and home life. <laughs> that's a big <laughs> deal. That's a big those, deal. Those are big agreements. Yeah. All right, so what was her name? Holly. Holly. Mm-hmm. Holly. You got your answer. Mill it over. Have a conversation. Do it with, you know, some booze if you can. Yeah. Get a boozy smoothie. And be like, honey, why do you want to cut my job? <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, get the truth. Best of luck, girl. Yeah, best of luck. Let us know how that happens. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know the outcomes to these. Me too. To be honest. Follow up. Um, should we go to another story? Oh, Do you want to like story? Let's I love story. story time. I love story time. So I have a story, um, also from a friend. Uh, basically, I will try to attempt to tell this story the best I can via notes, because we're trying to get where you can call in and tell your story, and we just put it in. But until we figure that out... We're telling your story. We're telling your story. Via notes. Via notes. Um, and I will keep it completely anonymous, uh, and I'm going to be making up some names here. So, premise is that she has been five years single, and she's hanging out with her friends like you do, and she happens to frequent a local bar. And at this local bar, you see the same people all the time. It's pretty standard. And she doesn't go there as often as her other friends. Keep that in mind. But um, her friends will go there all the time. This is where they end up hanging out. So, of course, she ends up meeting someone at this bar. And something to be said about this person is that as soon as they met, like, there was a good chemistry. They had great conversation. And eventually, of course, it evolved. And it became a little bit more. And they had a great physical connection as well. So that's very important. She had a great, like, chemistry, great physical. But there were some red flags. So the first red flag just kind of, she passed it off because her friends basically said every time they were there, he was there. So it seemed like he was basically like a staple item in this bar. Like he was constantly at this bar. 
possibly a red flag. Eh, you know, everyone has their hangout space. But her friends were hanging out there yeah. all the time, too. So, yeah. Uh, yellow flag. <laughs> yeah, maybe a yellow. A little like, all right, all right, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Um, eventually, she they obviously start hooking up, and she starts noticing as soon as he would wake up in the morning, he would start drinking the stale beer from the beer cans from the night before. Because, you know, they'd stay up late, party, have friends over, and he would just, like, first thing, like, swig up some stale beer in the morning, um, you, you know, smoke you mean like a the joint. Can, like whatever. the cans that were unfinished? Oh, yeah. Are they unfinished? Yeah, those, like, top, Fucking like, nasty. Yeah, stale, <laughs> warm beer. First thing in the morning. Okay. Okay, possible, possible red flag, possibly, meh. meh. But you know what? Dirty man habit. Yeah, dirty man habit, whatever. You go home, you live your life. You don't live with this person. You don't see what they do all day. She would go home, go to work, do her thing, and they'd meet up again at night, and the whole thing would kind of repeat. So, meh, possible red flag, possibly not. Um, Basically, out of sight, out of mind. Right. So, another random thing is that this guy loved to talk. Sometimes he would talk so much that she would literally be falling asleep, but he would still continue to talk. He didn't take the signs of someone just not <laughs> not listening anymore. Right. Because, I mean, it was out of, not of boredom, but so much out of, like, it's 3 a.m., I need to go to sleep, I'm falling asleep. And she remembers a instant where it was one of those moments where she was kind of nodding off. He's talking, like he likes to talk, he likes to have a good conversation, and so she's kind of nodding off, and she happens to see her phone light up because she has a group message. The group message is from her brothers. And, you know, sometimes you can just, like, read real quick on the screen what's what's going on. And it was something really funny. So he's talking. She glances down at the phone because it, like, beeps. There's a message. She sees it's from her brothers. She laughs a little. Just a little giggle. Like, huh. You know. Uh-huh. But she's still paying attention to the conversation it wasn't a full it's not like we all do that yeah yeah yeah. been there done that we can multitask women are really good at multitasking so anyway he flips out he completely 180 and i'll maybe I, i don't know if we'll bleep this out but he basically says and i quote fuck you so this might be a bleep why would we bleep that we say it we say should we fuck shit Damn, pussy All right. dick. Alright, we're not bleeping out. All of a right sudden, now. quarantine Heidi is getting. <laughs> quarantine prude. <laughs> Alright, fine, fine, fine. So he flips out, he says this to her, and immediately it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And she gets angry, and he sees that she's getting angry, and he immediately backtracks and, and starts pretending like he never said this to her. Basically saying, completely denying mm. that he ever said anything because he's mm. seeing how she's reacting. He doesn't like that she's getting angry. So Never therefore, happened. I don't know what you're talking about. And it's literally what? making her feel crazy. Crazy. So th- that makes no sense. So anyway, that's, again, a little bit of a red flag. Move on. Time to go to bed. Cut it short. The other thing that keeps happening is he has a lot of baby mama drama which a lot of things can happen in those kind of situations. It's not always one-sided or two-sided, but baby mama drama is really tough to deal with yeah. if you're in a, in a relationship with someone. Of course. So he, she, he's dealing with a lot of that, and it's making him like it's making him crazy. He's having anxiety attacks. He's doing all sorts of stuff that she's just not vibing with this person anymore. All these things are kind of adding up, and it's become such an issue that she's finally like, you know what? This isn't going to work out. So she just starts distancing herself. And they're not they're not boyfriend-girlfriend. They've only been dating at this point for about three months. So she starts distancing herself. She doesn't take his calls all the time. And finally, it's kind of getting to that point where it's like, okay, I actually have to have a real conversation with you because you're, he's not getting the point. Right. Like he's, he's wanting to move forward and she's not. So it's like, okay, I thought this could just be one of those things where I go my way, you go yours. But he's clearly more uh, invested. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's more invested. All right, fine. So she has oh, a face to face with him and Now I'm seeing red. Oh yeah. So basically telling him like this isn't gonna work out. I hope you have a great life. He <laughs> semi freaks out, begs her to stay, doesn't want her to leave. Finally she gets away from it. Life goes on, right? As you think it would. And he 
That's when the crazy calls and text messages start within, like, oh, no. 10 calls a day, 10 messages a day, text messages con- nonstop, like, please take me back, begging, please, I'll, I, I apologize for everything, I can change, the whole rigmarole, we've right. all probably been there, especially right after a breakup. Right. Um, she didn't feel like it was really that much of a relationship. It could have gone that way right. if it had been a better situation. There weren't so many red flags. He's obviously acting like it's his lost wife lost or something of 10 years. Of his life, yes. Yeah. So it's basically like she's now having to ignore him and block him. He's trying to follow her on the socials like Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and she's blocking, blocking, blocking. So it's it's becoming very apparent like this is... He's clearly more obsessed with the idea of this relationship than she is. She's just trying to ignore it because she doesn't want any... She doesn't have any problems. Let's just Right, of course. Um, it essentially, over the course of months, after she's blocked him on all these things, she starts to get these emails. And these emails are going to her and they're talking about where she has been, what she has been doing. So he's essentially stalking her at this point. Yes. Um, which is scary. So now she's really uncomfortable. On top of that, her he's talking about he's talking basically trying to demean her in everything that he's saying, like you're worthless, this, that, and the other. And she's thinking obviously in her head, I'm like, if you think this way about me, why? Are you right. trying to get back with me? Like, I do not under... Like, his logic is completely skewed. He's clearly gone into the extreme stalker mode. Um, he's actually starting to bash her family. And Okay. I, yeah, so it's becoming, like, like, really intense. stalker 101. It, pretty much. Begging, and then hating, and then... Begging again, apologizing. Begging, apologizing. Weird and then trashing family members Showing up in her neighborhood, knowing where she lives. I mean, it's it's getting pretty scary. She's getting a little... It's a little sketch. Uh, she has her... A little sketch. <laughs> it's a lot of sketch. It's a lot of sketch. Guys, it's etch a sketch. People, don't do this. This is insane. Um... So this goes on, and it actually goes on inconsistently. Like, every couple of months, every couple of weeks, she gets something. And, you know, you block it, you ignore it, you move on. This goes on for a year. O-M-G. So, eventually... A year? Yeah, a year. And eventually... Now, she has blocked his number, but I guess you can still get a message in some cases. And so she gets a message. It's just a random message. She doesn't really know what number it's from. It's not like the phone rang. And it's from him, and he basically is saying... Listen, I'm not going to stop until you talk to me. I need to speak with you. I, I it's not going to be what you think it's going to be. I just need to have a conversation with you, please. He's yeah, like, but now he's you're begging. scary. So yeah, it's so scary. I'm not. I'm gonna talk to you. You're scary. But, <laughs> but ultimately, if you think about it, he's been harassing her for but over a year. But he says, "I just want to talk to you," yes. and yeah, and yes. then they'll be fine. But. Would you believe him? Would you believe him? Well, and she's not going to see him face-to-face. That's the other part of this, is that she's not going to go see him face-to-face. It's just going to be a conversation. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't know what to do either, so, yeah. So she calls the number, talks to him, and he apologizes, and he starts mentioning how, listen, while we were together, I was a full-blown drug addict. I was taking all these things, and I knew I couldn't tell you about it because you didn't do anything like that, and I didn't want you to look think less of me, but it's almost like you became an addiction as well, and I was right. just so addicted to you. filling those voids. Yes. Yeah. So that's why, you know, I did all these things, and he's, you know, he didn't really fully um, come into actually apologizing for, and taking full accountability for what he did. He kind of scapegoated it into, you know, I was on drugs. Um, but, you know, there's still some accountability in all of that, for sure. I feel. Regardless of the situation, especially for how long it continued. But, you know, he's right. in rehab now. a year. Yeah, he's in rehab now, so he's better. Um, again, at the end of all of it, still trying to, like, maybe we could get together. But, you know. Because you want hope. Just like someone who's in prison for a crime, someone who's in rehab for an addiction, they want something to look forward to. Something that gives them motivation to keep going, Right. So he's looking for hope at the end of the tunnel, and he's hoping it's her. Yeah, but 
I don't get it where it's like, I've only been with you for three months. That, that, <laughs> and it turns yeah. into this. We, and yeah. 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 We've been married 10 years. No. Totally no. different situation. No, this is weird. We were like, we knew each other less than a subscription to Hulu. Mm-hmm. So let's just, a trial subscription that is. Trial. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I know you built in my, in your mind that I am your savior and your, the woman to run into the arms of, but no, because <laughs> 90 days. <laughs> 90 days and no guarantees. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, it's, uh, there's a lot more to the element of this story, like any stalker story, but honestly, the whole end pro it's just, it make it baffles my mind that people can think this way. Like the st- whole stalking mentality and where it comes from. It is, it does, it is baffling. Um, I have a quick little aside that I can add. So I had a stalker. I call him a stalker because it felt very harassing and I was very uncomfortable. Um, it never came to the point where I felt like I needed to call the cops or anything like that, but I still was looking over Didn't my shoulder. Didn't feel life-threatening, but... No, no, no. no. But, uh, so what happened was I was an HR manager. I was human resource. I hired people. So I did a lot of interviews, and we were, I hired, I people. hired people, and they would come in, and I would do their interviews, and, you know, it, it would literally be, sometimes it would be five minutes, sometimes it would be ten minutes. If it was a really good one, it would be like an hour long, but honestly, when I was trying to quick fill these jobs, and we were trying to mass hire, uh, during this time, I would take interviews, and it would maybe be five to ten minutes long, and then I would move them on, or I would send them away right and I would move them on to another manager to actually really interview and go in depth sure sure so I basically what happened is I had a face-to-face interview probably lasted five to ten minutes moved them on to a hiring manager because they had a good driving record they didn't seem like a schlub and that was all <laughs> the requirements we needed schlub. period I love that word schlub oh, it, it was it was an easy I don't job. want no schlub <laughs> Me. <laughs> and then to run, me. <laughs> shh, shh. That might be copyright. Okay, okay. Stop that. Stop that. All right. So anyway, I said schlub. <laughs> I, schlub. So anyway, he the non schlub gets put into an either interview. Um, they end up having to them through maybe spend five, ten minutes with them and send them off to another hiring manager. So, real quick, I I probably had a face-to-face time with him anywhere between 15 and 20 minutes. So, that's what happened. I actually ended up, once they got hired, and I'll call this person, I'm going to call him Sammy. So, Sammy gets hired at this other company. I leave two days after he gets hired, and I go to somewhere else. And immediately I get an email from this person, Sammy, and he's like, what's going on, da-da-da, and I'm trying to still kind of keep the... What's the, going on? I go, oh, yeah. And I'm just like... <laughs> Why well, are you here? I have, I'm like, I have moved <laughs> I on. I brought you muffins. No. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Want some sandwiches? So he has found out that I have moved on, and he messages me something about the job, and I just inform him that the new hiring manager will take care of that. Um, hope everything goes well. Have a nice day. And then a couple months later, it goes by, and he's... couple months? couple months, yeah, a little, couple months, maybe two or... Barely two months. And I get an email, and it's, hey, will you hire me? And I would love to have a face-to-face. It's actually not, will you hire... It's more, can I come in for a face-to-face with you? I would love to see you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm mm. thinking, because I'm hi- trying to hire people, that maybe this is what's going on. Maybe, is he trying to get an interview? So I... I basically ask, like, are you trying to get hired? What's, you know, like, we? this is the process. I actually don't deal with that anymore. Someone else does. Right. And so I get an email back. And I'm already uncomfortable by all this, by the way. Of all course. of it has, like, does it zing, 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 zing. You're, there's something it seems weird like here. Pew, 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 They're yeah. crying away. Pew, like, pew, 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 America. <laughs> um, everything's going crazy in my head. And I'm just like, this doesn't sound right. So I basically backtrack and try to figure out what's going on and kind of get down to, like, what is it that you want? And he comes out and he says, like, you know, I'm honestly more interested in having a date with you and really would like to get to know Uh you. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Great. Not interested. I am with someone. Have a nice day. Moving on. Send that out. I mean, clearly, I'm, I'm not... I'm not trying to engage in anything. I don't know you. I would never be interested. 
Uh, he, he was like 10 years younger than I was also. <laughs> Can I just say that? Hey, girl, hey. <laughs> Not into that. Younger man. Not into that. So he basically, like, kind of leaves me alone, but he kept sending me messages like, oh, well, I would love to just be friends, you know, I would love to talk business with you. Business? And I'm just like, I have no desire. I like how he's just, like, coming up with all kinds of excuses. It was weird. So then I would be out, like, a lot of the times I would be out to lunch or I would come in at different hours and come back. So I found out three times that I knew of that he actually came to my office and we had a ring, you had to ring in to get into our office. So it's not like he'd just walk in. So he would ring the bell, someone would answer, and he would say, I'm here to see Heidi. And I was like, no, he's not. And they would get a Denied. call. We'd get a call from someone, and they'd be like, hey, Sammy's here to see you. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And I'd have to think in my mind, like, was I doing an interview today? And I'm like, right. no, I wasn't. This guy just came in unannounced, trying to see me. Oh, and I would just be like, turn him away. No way. I even had one of my managers do a fake interview with him because at a certain point he was trying to get hired by us. So <laughs> oh I think he thought he would be wow. able to see me. Wow. So And he was talking up like, oh, I'm going to be a realtor now and all this stuff about how he's going to be making money. You know, he was just, it was really weird. He would just send me his weird Oh, so he could get a face-to-face with you. And I, I refused. I Luckily, it was never in the office. Or the one time I was, I barricaded myself in and told them to tell him that I was not there anymore. So anyway, life goes on. I get a completely different career. I move on. I have to have a open Instagram because that's how I promote my business. Um, he clearly finds out where I work because that's what you do when you're uh, doing Instagram and Facebook and promoting yourself socially is that you let them know, hey, come see me. This is where I work. So I, this is by the way, in the accumulation of two and a half years of the first time I saw this person until when I actually started oh getting my. this other job. Yeah, I gotta Two take a and drink. a half years that I have had to deal with this weird random, probably once every... Two to three months, I would get this weird message and have to deal with and dodge this person. And I thought this was out Boy. of my world now, <laughs> but no. Move the fuck on. <laughs> I am not your girl. <laughs> I have never. I have girl. grown Mm-mm. Uh, three penises. I cannot be your girl. So, and in my next job, it is once again. It's one of those great things where you have to ring the doorbell in order to gain entry. My owner w- was there at the time when this person showed up. I was in the back actually working with someone because that, and you don't have time to sit down and chat with people. Like you are working, like this is, the, when someone comes in, you work on them. The next person comes on, you work on them. Like you have very little time in between. You just go, 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 go. Yeah. That's my new job. Yeah. Love it. But he apparently decided he was going to show up. He talks to my, my, my manager and he basically says, Hey, I'm Heidi's friend. I would love to talk to her, and, you know, and he basically tells him, you know, she's busy, I'll let her know you stop by. And, you know, my manager doesn't know anything, so he comes back and he tells me about it, and and I immediately, like, my, my stomach drops, I get flops, yeah, sweat. exactly. I'm like, oh my god. I, like, kind of freak oh, out a little bit. Two and a half years of this. <laughs> and I have to tell wacko. him. I tell him, like, the quick little story, and he's like, oh, oh my god, like, no. Uh, don't worry. Do you want me to like trespass him or something? I was like, yes, I want you to trespass. He's weird. Yeah. Afraid- Whatever it takes. Yeah. I'm afraid to go Whatever to my car. Wait. I'm like looking <laughs> behind my back. I've got like the Wolverine claw of my keys in my hand and a taser when I go to my car at night because Wolverine. I get off at night. So, you know, oh, and I know he knows what car I drive. You're right. So it, it just becomes this like weird thing where I have paranoia. He did come back again and luckily again... The owner was there. He knew the whole story. He he basically told him, listen, this isn't the type of place that you can come and visit her. So you need to just move on, son. Piss off. And luckily I haven't heard anything from this person. No, since come on. Do you have any wood in your house? Oh, knock man. on it. Just keep knocking. Oh, just keep no, knocking. No, no, it is. It's behind the walls. <laughs> it's behind the walls. <laughs> I hope we found a step. Oh my god. So yeah, like but, soccer's are serious. You should always take them seriously from the get go. Uh, I mean you you don't know until it gets severe, but I just don't understand the obsession. Shit, like what is it? You are the physical embodiment of what they're attracted to and then they go home and they have fantasies yep, of you yep, yep, yep. falling in love with them and they cannot let that go. 
they just want to chase, chase, chase because they're like, no, 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 you don't understand. We're meant to be together in their head. Whether they knew you for 10 minutes, 30 days, 90 days, or from a fucking HR interview. You are it and that's the end. It's gross. Anyway, take it seriously, girls. If you have to, Always I mean, take soccer I, I seriously. Would, I would take notes. Shut it me. down immediately. Shut it down. Act psycho back. <laughs> maybe they don't want to. Maybe they want to. Come out swinging. You want this? Oh, you want it? I know where you live. I know where you live. I have followed you home. How do you like that now? How do you like I mean, it now? Like, how would you, if you came out of your workplace, just like, you want this? <laughs> take it. I am yours. Stop. Brought, I'm, no. All right, I'm... I'm just trying to be funny because I've been drinking boozy <laughs> smoothie corn tea style. I know. Let's just end this with a nice, quiet, keep your loved ones close. And your martini glasses closer. Ting, ting. Was it good for you? If so, then tune in for another round because we drop these sparkling gems every Thursday. Follow us on social or stop by our website at shakedisc.com for episodes, drink recipes, and more. Two women, one podcast. Zero shame. Cheers. Cheers.